You're listening to the Superpower Up Podcast with your superpower experts. This is the place where we explore real-life superpowers and give you the tools to unlock your own. Hello, everybody. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and I'm delighted to have with me today the, the, our guest today. She's, she's a blast. So you all, you all are really going to enjoy her energy and appreciate her, and I want to tell you a little bit about her, and then I'll bring her on because... Um, I have a feeling this conversation is going to be a lot of fun, but we're going to be talking today about the role of assessments in a personal development plan. I know a lot of times we talk theory and philosophy, um, and people want to know, okay, how do you do it? And so I really wanted to kind of let, let's get like down and dirty with how do you do it and some practical application things, all while staying in tune to that kind of high-frequency stuff that we love to talk about here. Um, but she's the founder of Innovation Quotient. And she created it. She founded it. And, and this is, if, if you all have known me for more than a day, I, you know, I'm a little bit hesitant about most assessments because I think we've kind of evolved beyond a lot of them. But I, I was really intrigued with this one because it tackles like head on the concept of innovation. And so I really want you to pay attention to what she's talking about and how it entwines. Um, and, and there's a lot of power in starting from that kind of a base. And so she's also a keynote speaker, CrossFit addict, but the really coolest thing about her is she loves knee-high socks. So that's, we'll be able to talk a little bit about that. I think it kind of goes along with the Kool-Aid that they serve over at CrossFit, but we'll, we'll talk about that with her as well. Um, she's also the founder of Launch Street and, um, you know, a firecracker. So we're going to bring Tamara, Tamara Kleinberg onto the show. Please join me in welcoming her. Hello, Tamara. It is so great to be here. And you are so right about the knee-high socks. I think that is exactly where it came from. <laughs> I have some, uh, some, some in the hidden of the recesses in my drawers of yeah. that Supergirl ones with capes on them and oh, stuff. Yes. I, I, re I remember distinctly my CrossFit days and the socks that uh, went <laughs> along with it. So I uh, love it. Well, welcome to the show. I'm so glad you joined us. I am very excited to be here and to kind of dig in and innovation and assessments and how people can use it to get. To, I love how you said that, tuning into your higher frequency. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's kind of what drives us over here. But you know, without, without further ado, we love to jump in right into the mix of things and say, you know, what are your superpowers? So my superpower is for myself and for other people, helping them be innovative, see things differently, come up with new ideas, tackle different challenges. There's, you know, there's something kind of like, you know how when you put your favorite nuts into a cereal and they're like, oh, it's just a little bit different this way. There's something when I join a group and get into a conversation that I can help people unlock that in themselves, which just feeds my soul, makes me happy, and they get to be more innovative in the process too. Oh, I love that. And, and I love that you were, use the word innovation. I don't, it's not a word that I really um, have utilized, but it, it encapsulates a lot of the same principles that we talk about. And so, you know, we talk a lot about frequencies and vibrations and progress and evolution. And I think that part of the evolution, we, we like to talk about mutants too, so mutations. Um, and so, I, but I, I, I feel like that, that the innovation piece is what drives a lot of that. And, and innovation and mutation and all of them really rest on the willingness to kind of step back and go, I think this can be different. Like, I, I think that we can maybe improve it. I think we can maybe tie in some things differently. What, however people's strengths are, um, the, the, the innovation piece is, is, in my opinion, kind of what fuels the, the creative aspect that allows for something new to unfold. Is that, is that a fair assessment of that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think we're totally on the same page about what innovation is. And ultimately, innovation is progress, whether that's personal, professional, you know, for yourself, for those around you. 
I like to think of innovation as people each thinking differently about what's right in front of them to create differentiated value. And when I think of it that way, it's more about us looking at the world, seeing the things in front of us, whether that's our challenges, our opportunities, the reality that we live in, and being able to adjust it and tweak it. So it's not just about, you know, oh, that big blue skies idea or that thing the world has never seen. That's the tip of the iceberg, and that's great. But it's about all those little micro moments in our day that add up to innovation in our life. And then ultimately that leads to, I think, you know, more fulfillment and more progress. The, um, my mind went to like a million different directions. <laughs> Are you that. taking notes, Tonya? The, um, I'm taking <laughs> notes. I'm, I'm gathering information. Like it's flooding in because it's, I, the, the biggest key there for me is that micro moments piece. And I interviewed, um, Sean Whalen recently, who's, who's a kind of a social media influencer running for Congress. And he was talking about something similar, again, using different language, but, but it was about the idea of like, you know, it's a whole analogy of like eating the elephant, you know, while a lot of people are sitting around trying to eat the whole elephant or figuring out how to do it. It's like, just start taking some bites, you know, and go this way and go that way. And maybe you find out you have to uh, chew a little bit more and then maybe you have to, you know, it's like whatever, whatever the case may be, but it's the little itty bitty what you call micro moments. Um, and I, and I think that in the personal development arena is what halts people's progress the most is, is it's not, um, it's not extreme enough, you know, it's not big enough. And, and before you and I talked a little bit before the show about the podcast and stuff, and it's like a lot of people get started with podcasts thinking immediately they're going to have thousands of listeners and have this amazing audience. And, and it's, it, it adds up for sure exponentially over time, but it's the perseverance in doing the little things over and over and over again with consistency that creates the progress. A hundred percent. Do you remember that exercise we used to get in elementary school? And I'm going to botch it up, but you'll get the point where it says something like, you know, Tamara put a penny in the bank and let it sit. And when she graduated college, how much money did she have with 2% interest or something like that? And it blows <laughs> your mind. The answer is like $1 million. And you're going, how does a penny turn into a million dollars? But I actually think of innovation in that same way. And if we continue to do all those little micro moments over time, we're going to tap the power of compounding innovation, just like compounding interest. Mm, it's I love that. Thing. It's so funny. I, I was talking about that recently, but with regard to parenting, I'm like, I, I look at it now, like Justin and I are, are absolutely reaping the benefits of, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the exponential um, investment that we created early on to where now, you know, our daughter's fairly autonomous at seven, but, but it was constant in the beginning, constant conscious parenting in every moment. And, and what we're finding now is the exponential impact of that phenomenal ROI on those efforts. But in the moment, you know, it's like there were moments where like, can we just not parent right now in this moment? <laughs> and I'm like, no, we got to stick with it. Come on, one, one more year. We've got this. But, but we're starting to see the fruits of that labor as well in that arena. You know, it's so funny. This is going to sound like a tangent, but I swear it connects. Um, just a couple of weeks ago, we were up in Telluride, Colorado for vacation. I've got an eight-year-old and 12-year-old, both boys. And we went for a monster hike. I mean, we're talking nine miles, 12,000 feet, two waterfalls. I mean, it was, it was amazing. And my kids were rock stars. And I turned to my husband and I said, you know what? All those painful years of those short hikes and complaining... <laughs> like trying to go a little further and a little further has finally 
paid off. Uh, <laughs> it's exactly, yep. <laughs> it's, it's exactly the same thing. And, it's, and, and that's true of your own existence as well. And that's why I like the topic of today's show around the personal development plan. And it's like, you don't just happen upon this stuff, folks. Like for sure, there's a lot of like, oh, wow, there I am. But it's, it's a commitment. Like I tell people, like it's not a hobby. Like this kind of existence is not something that you part time. Like either you are committed to being fully and wholly who you are and in the highest vibrational aspect of that, or, or you're not. Like there's really no middle ground. Um, not that you're not going to slip up, but it, the commitment is consistent. And, and yeah. so there needs to be a strategy. Like, like, again, we don't have to get totally in our heads about it. And like every day we have to wake up and do this and do this and do this. But, but when I talk about the plan, I'm talking about the intentionality of it. I really like that. I mean, I think you're right. It is about the commitment and the consistency that we put, that we put forth. And, you know, you had said something I really love about holy who you are. And that's part of the reason why we created the Innovation Quotient Edge, the assessment. So it, just to give it context, it tells you your unique innovator archetype. So your natural innovation strengths, how you do it. But the reason we created it and put, you know, all these years of work and research into it is because, you know, I got tired of people coming up to me and saying, oh, Tamara, like, I love innovation. That's great. But I'm not the innovative one. You should talk to Tonya. She's got the blue streak in her hair and she works out of a, you know, co-collaboration workspace and, you know, <laughs> Where it has funky glasses and pumas, but that's a myth that only certain people are, you know, ordained to be the innovative and creative monks amongst us. And I wanted people to to be able to take this assessment and go, oh, okay, yeah, I can totally see that. That's me. And oh, I need to unlearn some things because that's actually me being innovative. I have that power. And what I hear from people after they take the assessment is, oh, I didn't realize I was innovative. But when I see it in this context, I get it. And now I'm going to do more of that. And when we're able to do that, as you and I were talking offline a little bit too, innovation is, it's human nature. It's what we're built to do is to invent and to progress and to try new things and create new things. But we have to give ourselves permission to tap that inside of us. And I really believe it's, it's all of our greatest superpowers if we know how to do it and if we give ourselves really permission to do it. Well, and I'm laughing to myself because, I mean, you and I are absolutely soul sisters in this yeah. because I had the exact same experience with the superpower concept. And, and it was like, you know, whether it's innovation or superpowers or whatever, this, the feedback's identical is that people are like, and I've interviewed some amazing people who've done some really cool stuff in the world. And they're like, I never thought I had superpowers. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, right. let me show you your superpowers. But it looks different on everybody. And so, so some of it is people like you and I really opening up the space to say, hey, we're all going to do this differently, but let's not be so quick to abdicate that particular role or that particular this because, because we've lauded somehow in our society this particular version of superpowers or this version of innovation. Um, let's instead say, hey, maybe we all do. And, and early on, um, people asked all the time, you know, how we create people to kind of, uh, you know, sandpaper us to make sure that we have conviction around what we're doing. Um, and they were like, well, isn't that just semantics? Like, aren't you just saying like that this natural trait that I have is a superpower? And I'm like, hell yeah, I am. Like, right? that's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> yes, and I'm going to normalize that conversation because I think it's important for us to remember, like, you know, and back to the assessment piece, you know, I self-admittedly have some, you know, I think I've been through all of them. I've been diving yeah. into people's psyches for decades. And it's like, you know, most of them, in my opinion, don't keep up with innovation. You know, they don't keep up with consciousness. And but early on in my coaching, I, I realized and I got the clear message I had to have something to feed 
people's minds because the minds were, were really challenged with some of the stuff that was coming through for folks. And so I went on this hunt for an assessment and I finally found a platform that I could build on and evolve and innovate myself um, because, because I didn't find anything that could keep up and probably similar to you, like you, you had to design yeah. it. And so we created a, um, the superpower design, which, which helps um, people identify their predisposed superpower. So like their um, aptitudes and stuff. And so those are the, those, those are the skill sets. And then I like assessments like yours that really kind of outlay, okay, what is the broad picture? What are the unique superpowers? And so what I want to do is take a quick break here. And then when we come back, let's dive in. Um, you know, I, I, I guinea pigged the, the assessment so we can, we can use me as that example and really help people understand some of what you're talking about. So we've been talking with Tamara Kleinberg about the role of assessments in a personal development plan. Stick with us and we will be right back. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer -peer learning, intensive one-on-one -on -one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Awesome. We're back, everybody. Thank you for continuing to join us here at the Superpower Up Podcast. We're talking with Tamara Kleinberg about the role of assessments in a personal development plan. And we're going to jump in right now into the innovation quotient edge and i'm going to be in total transparency we're going to talk a little bit about the results that i got going through that does that work for you tomorrow yeah that totally works for me i'm so excited to dig in <laughs> awesome have a little bit of overlap and a little bit of different in ours so we can talk about that too very cool awesome i, I i'm not surprised that we have some overlap so yeah. the um and so anyway so i went through the assessment which is painless and the, I got the two power triggers of instinctual and risk taker. Is that, is that the right verbiage and lexicon that you use? Yes. Yeah, so your power awesome. triggers were instinctual and risk taker and your dormant is experiential. Perfect. So talk, what does that mean? So, so analyze me, tell me, tell me what's going on. Here. <laughs> well, let me, let me just back up and say a couple things that um, I wrote down as we are talking about, like I have to write as I'm talking, <laughs> which is a skill in itself. So who knows what I'm actually saying? Uh, you know, you had said about normalizing superpowers. So th there are nine triggers to, to the IQE, to your innovator archetype. And it's the combination of the top two and the presence of the dormant that make your unique archetype. The thing that we discovered, which I think is exactly in line with what you're saying about the superpowers, which I think is so cool is we're all innovative. It's universal, we can all do it, but how we innovate is unique to each of us. And so like with the superpowers, right, each of us have a little bit of a different superpower. And this kind of works in that same way of let's figure out what makes you, you and how you can be your best self and bring it out. So I just want to give that for context, but you're an instinctual risk taker. So let me give you a little bit of backdrop just for the listeners of both of those and the uh, experiential dormant. So instinctual, which I can totally hear in the language you use, by the way, it's instinctual is like you are really brilliant at at circuitous thinking and pulling those patterns, those dots together in unique ways. So while the rest of us might be going a little bit more A to B to C, you're like A to X over to L down to Y, and then I'm going to add a one in there, but you see the patterns and you see it and you feel it 
in your body when it's the right thing to do. It's a very kinesthetic um, experience. The cool thing about people like you who are instinctuals with innovation is you see patterns and trends and ideas that come from disparate places. So it feels very unique, very innovative from the outside, but you're really pulling all these cool dots together that we would never think to do, which is probably exactly given our conversation offline about the podcast, how you really got here from, correct me if I'm wrong, you said you were in counterintelligence before? That's like <laughs> at 180, right? So that's the instinctual side. The risk taker, this is what you and I have in common. So risk takers, we are extremely comfortable being uncomfortable. We like to leap and figure it out as we go. And sometimes- and I didn't realize that was unusual, by the way. It took me quite a while to realize yeah. that, that, that everybody doesn't do that. No, here's the answer. So risk takers about, I'd say 7% of the people that take the assessment get risk taker. It is not common to be okay with being uncomfortable. And Tonya, correct me if I'm wrong, but just given our conversation, I would venture to say that you're probably one of those risk takers who's almost preferable being outside of the comfort zone than in, inside it because you know that's learning and growth and progress and innovation. And it's almost a a better place for people like us to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, early on in our marriage, I remember my husband looked at me one day, he's like, can we just not grow today? And I was like, no, like, what are you talking about? It can't happen. Like, no, no, no. It was like death to me to, to stay stagnant. Yeah. It, it calmed down after a certain, like I realized there was a point in time that happened where I actually did exhale. And I noticed that that's part of the work that we do is like, there's this, there are these energetic waves that we're like, compelled to jump on top of and prior to that point we we do have that push those of us that are attuned to it um but it's still there like you know bubbling in it, and it pops up from time to time when there's more growth and more opportunity and more expansion happening so it's spot on yeah and here's the cool thing for you so the risk taker what's cool about someone like you who has this in their archetype is two things one is because you leap your ideas tend to be bold and big and it brings other people along with you so you tend to almost create this i don't like to call it an entourage i like to think of it more as a community you push people further because you're willing to leap and then build the plane after you jump off the cliff and sometimes those are small moments of uncomfortable sometimes those are big but they happen and because you're willing to learn and grow and experience all the time, you've got more dots to connect. So you feed the instinctual part at the same time. So, and, but here's, I think, where the superpower is in all this. When you know how you innovate, so you're an instinctual risk taker, you can do more of what works for you and less of what doesn't. You can be your best self. You can be more in that, you know, I think you called it that high energy, that vibrational state, high frequency. You can be there more when you know what actually feeds that, what actually gets you there and how you play there. So I think it's super cool when people realize, oh my gosh, okay, so I'm more about connecting dots. So I'm going to go find more experiences to connect and I'm all about taking that leap. So instead of holding myself back, I'm going to do it because that's where I'm happy. That's where I flow. And it's an, don't you think it's exciting to be in that place? You know it, right? When you're there, when you're like, oh my gosh, things are working. Absolutely. And for those of you who are listening, and, and if this resonates with you, recognize that, that what Tamara's talking about it is very spot on. And that doesn't mean that there aren't those moments of fear. You know, I, I'm in the midst of a pretty big expansion right now. And, and, and just being in awareness and observing, 
those things still happen. Like the lower frequency aspects of us will always try to jump in and go, um, yeah, that, that looks like a pretty big leap there. And then the irony of course is always on the other side of the chasm. It was like a little, you know, little sidestep is like, think, you know, and you were over it. But, but on the, the initial side of it, it's like this huge Canyon that you're jumping over and, and oh my gosh, who will you be on the other side? Will you even survive it? And blah, 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 blah. And so don't think for a second that in this profile that she's outlined, because I know we attract a lot of folks who are risk takers in that same arena, but it, that it doesn't mean that you're not that if you're questioning or if you have some self-doubt around it. That To me, that's, that's a big part of like my secret sauce is that I do have the, and so it allows me to stay you know, connected with people. Like it's not, it's not a whim. It's not a, um, it's not ungrounded. Um, and I think that a big part of the hearing those pieces of me and really attuning myself to them and saying, Hey, are we sure we're going to die? Like, like where, you know, is that a real thing or what, what are we doing and managing those parts? Um, it is part of that process too. And, and maybe that, maybe that feeds into the dormant piece. Is, is that, am I speaking to that or is it something different? Well, here's the thing with the dormant, and we don't, as you know in the report, spend a ton of time on it. What I want to make sure is that you are not sabotaging yourself by playing to your dormant all the time. And we see it happen. There's one trigger that's fluid, which is all about ambiguity and chaos. People who are fluid love messiness and fogginess and turning that into clarity. But we've had people who have that as their dormant, but they're in roles in life that force that. And it's a really hard clash for them mentally. And it's exhausting. So when you're playing to your dormant, it's like being in quicksand. Where When you're playing to your power triggers, it's like having this wellspring of, of energy and ability just you know, at your back pushing you forward. Mm. Um, but, but I will say this, to your point about low frequency, I had a total low frequency moment yesterday. And I felt it while I was in it. And I knew it. And I think even being able to recognize that and knowing that, okay, I'm an experiential risk taker. That's my, that, those are my two power triggers. I got to get back to there because I'm going to have more of a wellspring there. Not that everything's perfect. Not that, you know, everything's going to be 100% the way it should be. But I'm going to have more power, more energy, more enthusiasm in that place than I was in the low frequency moment that I was in. And we all, I mean, we all have it. I don't wake up every morning like everything is perfect all the time. Um, that would be frustrating and annoying, I think, to my husband <laughs> and everybody else around me. But, you know, and, I mean, boring. <laughs> yeah. and the other thing I'd say, you know, we had said about like, what is the role of assessments? Um, and I've taken all of them too. I know all my profiles across everything. And, and here's the thing. I want, I wanted this to be hyper-specific to what's that what is that superpower inside of you that's going to help you get to that higher frequency level? That's what I wanted this to be about. And I, as you and I talked about, I, I firmly believe that innovation is that thing that, that brings us forward and uplifts us if we can tap that part of ourselves. So if you can take an assessment and go, God, that, that helps me be a better me, then I think you're getting something out of it. And how do I implement this in my day-to-day -day life? Because I think you were kind of alluding to earlier, right? Sometimes you take an assessment and you're like, and? Like, what, what do I do with this? Well, or even worse, I find that some people get stuck in that. And so that, that was my biggest argument early on. We, we were, um, you know, when we first started kind of attracting more of like the woo-woo world of things, it was like, you know, the astrology reports and everything else. And I was really hesitant around all of that because what I found was that, 
you know, you know, you find out what your sun sign is and then it's like that defines you for the rest of your life. And, and that was the piece that, you know, everything is a valuable tool. I'm not, I'm not dinging astrology, but even with the superpower design or the innovation quotient, all of that, if you, if you take it as like the definition of who you are and you stay in that. And so it'd be easy for me to look at the dormant stuff and be like, well, that's just kind of this thing that I do, or this is who I am. And it's going to dictate my experiences moving forward as opposed to acknowledging it and using it kind of as if I, if I heard you correctly, almost like a, a little like nudging to the left, yeah. to the right, like, like, Hey, let's just make sure that we're in awareness of this and, and evolve it as we go. Um, that to me is a valuable conversation. I, I think that I've, I've had both experiences where one, it was like lackluster, like, okay, great. Awesome. Yeah. I'm a Leo. That's perfect. Or, um, on the other side of things, which is like, Oh my God, Oh, that defines me. And then I realized like two years later, I'm still identifying as that. And it's like, wait, that's not helpful. You know, like, wait, hold up a second. How do we evolve beyond that? And so just like with everything we talk about here, superpower experts and within the superpower net, we encourage you to take the information and, and you said it yourself, there's an implementation process for us. We call it integration. Like make sure that you're doing something with it. Like, so what if you're feeding your mind, all this information, what are you changing or, um, enhancing about your existence based on that information. One, I could not agree with you more. And I, you know, I think there's a big difference between thinking, learning the information is the action and implementing the information is the action. And I like to gear towards the latter. I'm this, you know, free spirit wrapped up in a type A personality. So I want, <laughs> I want the content and then I want to know how to implement. <laughs> so. Well, and, and it's funny. I wonder if what I just got done saying, does it, it's funny to me that, that the word was experiential as a dormant trigger. So I wonder if that's why that's such a big part of my message is perhaps that wasn't always me. And I, you know, I often yeah. allude to that. Like, I, I don't know that I was all that intrinsically motivated. I think I put like fictitious and abstract parameters and, and, and movement pieces in my direction. Like there's a reason I joined the army, you know, when I was 27 with a master's degree, it was like, I, I need someone to tell me what to do and how to do it and where to do it for a little bit, you know, cause I'm just yeah. not doing it, whatever it is. And, um, you know, and so, so I wonder if that's why, you know, they talk about, you know, we always teach from the area that, that we need to that's learn right. the most. And I'd imagine the experiential, um, my husband and daughter embody that for me as well. They play more naturally than I do. And so I've, I've been able to integrate some of that from them. Um, but I, but I, but it, it doesn't, you know, the, the, the irony isn't lost on me here. Let's just well, say that. That's the beauty though. You have people around you who their your dormant is their power, which I think is that to me is just money. Like that's where this beautiful stuff happens. Because <laughs> it's money. <laughs> money. We can all be ourselves and we can all contribute. And I think that the myth that we have accidentally bought into, because it's what we're told is there's one way to innovate, right? It is, you know, we've heard it from motivational speakers. You have to dare to be fearless and step outside your comfort zone. And if you do that, you'll be innovative. And that doesn't work for the eight other triggers. That's the risk taker. But that's not the only way to be innovative. And I wanted to give people a tool to say, okay, I don't have to buy into that because, wow, that's making me feel like I'm not innovative because I'm not that. But, oh, my gosh, it turns out that there's all these other ways to innovate, and I might be one of those. And, you know, what we find is when you start being just simply in tune to how you innovate all of them get stronger because you're more willing to go to the gym of innovation. You know, you don't want to go and work on the things 
you suck at, right? Like I don't like to go to the gym and do the stair stepper because it is the worst machine for me. But if you say to me, Tamara, go to the gym and get on a rower, I'm like, yeah, I've got all the power in the world. I am yanking that thing back. And once I'm there and I get stronger, I'm going to venture out to the other machines too. So <laughs> it, it's that wellspring that we talked about. And, you know, if, if the people listening, if you take the assessment, if you look at it and you go, God, I totally relate that that speaks to something inside of how I, I am and want to do more of, then I think it's done its job of giving you even more tools in your toolbox to have that superpower and to really unleash it. Uh, I love everything you're talking about. And, and tomorrow, I'm sure we could talk for probably days and weeks and years. How are we out of time? Uh, <laughs> we are out of time. But so I, so I know folks are intrigued at this point in time. Where can we send them to, you know, do the assessment, learn out more about you? Where would you like to send them? Yeah, so the best place to go is our website, which is go to Launch Street. So G-O-T-O launchstreet.com. There's a link for the assessment. There's a link for our online membership. Just there's a bunch of blogs and vlogs and podcasts. And so just go there. Fun stuff. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I love the intersection of superpowers and innovation. Uh, I, I feel like there's probably a lot more here for us to uncover. And I'm excited uh, to know about you and to, to know you're out in the world doing what you do. And I, and I honor the fact that you're doing that work. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me. It's been an absolute blast. I can't even believe the time's gone. I'm just, no. Uh, well, very cool. We will, we will definitely stay in contact. Uh, and to all of you out there, as always, we appreciate your loyalty. And until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers, and change the world. Take care, everyone. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and discover your superpowers today.